Good morning, and welcome to the Revelation Podcast. My name is John, and I hope you guys had a blessed weekend. And for this week in the Revelation Podcast, we will continue onward in Jesus and Exodus. And we will be looking at chapter 13. And we'll begin looking at the first two verses for this podcast. Now, before we get into that, I would just like to share with you about my new YouTube channel. And the name of the YouTube channel is Christ Center Channel. And over on that channel, I already have about five episodes of a show called In the Word. And basically what it is, it's a PowerPoint presentation of the Word, and I have audio with it. So with the YouTube show, you get to see and hear the Word. I decided to plug that in. And also with the Revelation podcast, obviously you can listen here on Anchor. And you can also listen to on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For Spotify, just type in TRP, the Revelation Podcast. And for Apple, just type my name, John Boardman. And at the end of the podcast, if I said something that does not sound right, then I would just encourage you to head on over to the Facebook and you type up the Revelation Podcast post page and you could write a comment on my page and we could kind of look into the word and see what it says. And I emphasize so much that whatever is said, that it should be said according to the word. And we should agree according to the word and not according to our thoughts all right well let's get on to jesus and exodus and right now we are in part 21 and today we are looking at chapter 13 verses 1 through 2 and i call this sanctify now to begin there i will be reading from philippians chapter 1 verse 6 And I will be reading from the King James Version. And I have been using the Lifeway, the U Version, the U Version Bible app, obviously. And so hopefully that you have that on your device or if you actually have a hard copy, that would be great. And I bounce around from different translations. I use King James Version, New King James Version, ESV, um, sometimes NIV. So I will try to let you guys know on what version that I'm reading it from. And so you can find it and you can read along as well. Again, I'm at Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. So if you need to pause and find the verse, then feel free to do so. And then go ahead and unpause it. Paul writes, Being confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you 
will perform it until the day of Jesus. Now, what I like to do here is I like to take Philippians chapter 1, verse 6 apart. So that way we could see how this verse relates to Exodus chapter 13, verses 1 and 2. And I already mentioned that I call this sanctified. And going back to verse 6 of Philippians chapter 1. The first part I want to break down is being confident in this very thing. What was Paul talking about? Well, he's talking about a few things. And one is our salvation. You know, in Romans chapter 3, verses 21 through 22, it says, But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law. Although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe, for there is no distinction. Our faith is Jesus, and we should be confident that he saves us. Our salvation is a gift from God that justifies us, and we know that with what I just read from Romans chapter 3 verses 31 through 22 and are justified by grace as a gift the redemption that is in Christ Jesus whom God put forward as appropriation by his blood to be received by faith to be received by faith just like a gift that we receive this was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, he had passed over from former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the time, so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. So, Jesus, our salvation, is a gift from God that justifies us. And without faith... It is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek us. So that is why we can be confident because it's not about us, but it is about Jesus. He's the perfect gift. He's the one that saved us. And then the next part, after being confident of the very thing, you know, next thing that Paul writes, that he which hath began to that he which hath began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus. And this part right here is sanctification. And so we are going on. And examine what is sanctification. Now, sanctified in Hebrew is kadosh, kadosh. Now, I have not taken any Hebrew, so my Hebrew pronunciation is not going to be accurate. And I think we should be focusing on what the meaning is to understand it even more. Sanctified in Hebrew, kadosh means to be made pronounced or observe clean. 
you know, after you've bathed your child, you know, you can announce that he is clean. That means before that, the child was probably dirty. And before we met Christ, we also were dirty. Now, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, it says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, we see sanctify being used as the idea that it sets us apart. And the way that Paul explains that how it sets us apart is that by the Holy Spirit, it cleanses our spirit. And not just only our spirit, but also our soul and body. It's the Holy Spirit that keeps us blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And whenever you hear the word like coming at the Lord Jesus Christ... And then later, earlier on, when I read from Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, where it talks about until the day of the Lord, that refers to the end time of Jesus making his second return to this world. And now, in Greek, the word sanctify is hagiazo. That means to make holy. Sanctify not only sets us apart, but it also makes us holy. It is the Holy Spirit that makes us completely holy until the coming day of our Lord. When we are born of the Spirit, our spirit regenerates and is new. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 5 from the ESV, it says, He who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So it is the Spirit, you know, that is preparing us for the day of the Lord. Our body has not yet been sanctified. Our body is still the same when we get saved. When we get saved, our spirit is regenerated. That is born. That's what gets renewal. Our the body and our souls are still the same. And we know our body is still the same because Paul talks about our tent. And our tent refers to our body. This is what he says about it. For we know that if the tent, the body that is our earthly home, is destroyed, we have a building from God. In other words, we have another body from God. A house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. So the body that we get in heaven will be an everlasting tent. For in this tent we groan, longing to put on our heavenly dwelling. I mean, think about it. When you get up this morning, your body may be Aching. Well, when we have new bodies in heaven, we will not have to worry about that anymore. For while we are still in this tent, we groan being burdened. Not that we will be unclothed, but that we will be further clothed with a better body, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. 
2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, and also verse 4. Now, our soul is continuing to be sanctified by the Spirit through our spirit with His Word. Our soul is where our thoughts and emotions are at. Our spirit is already renewed by the Spirit when we are born again. It is our mind that needs to be renewed daily. Our flesh battles our spirit over our soul. In Romans chapter 8 verse 13 says, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. See, after we are saved, we have to make a decision from our soul on whether we're going to live our life in the flesh or are we going to live our life in the spirit. For it says in Galatians chapter 5 verse 17, For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. So, you know, let's say like if I walk according to the flesh, I neglect my spirit. If I walk according to the spirit, then I neglect my flesh, which is what people that have been born of the spirit should be doing. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, Paul says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. This is what happens when our soul lives by the flesh. Romans chapter 8, verse 5 says, For those who live according to the flesh sets their minds on the things of the flesh. And in verse 6 of the same chapter, Romans chapter 8, For to set the mind on the flesh is death. And here are the works of the flesh. In Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these, I warn you, as I warned you before, those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And in Revelation chapter 21, verse 8, it says, But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars. Their portions will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. So we see that from the Bible, that if believers continue to live in the flesh, that they will experience the second death, which is the lake of fire. And, you know, some people, you know, when we are approached with sin and if we understand grace or even know about it 
we have to be careful. We could have this mentality where we think, okay, well, if I just sin and after I sin, I'll just ask God, he'll forgive me. And that is true. Yes. When we sin and then when we repent, God does forgive us. And yet we should not take God's grace for granted. And I'm going to explain why. Continue to live in the flesh. This is what happens when we decide that we're going to live in the flesh and instead of the spirit, if we continue to do so. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 2. Now the Spirit expressly says that in later times, some will depart from the faith by dividing themselves to deceitful spirits and teaching of demons, to the insincerity of liars whose conscience are seared. Seared is a word that is used to describe whenever something gets completely sealed. You know, when you take like a hot iron and you melt it steel, it's completely seared. And so the same thing happens when we continue to live our flesh, that eventually our conscience is going to sear. And this is what will happen if our conscience will be seared is we they will be deceived we will be under teachings of demons we will be liars and when our soul lives by the spirit when our soul lives by the spirit romans chapter 8 verses 9 through 10 you however are not in the flesh but in the spirit if in fact the spirit of god dwells in you anyone who does not have the spirit of christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. So we have life in our spirit because of the spirit. And we should live by the spirit by deciding in our souls to follow the spirit. I mean, we see what happens when we continue to live on in the flesh, that we will be easily deceived then our conscience will be seared we are not under the flesh we belong to Jesus we have eternal life and we are righteous in our spirit by Jesus through the Holy Spirit going back to Romans chapter 3 verses 21 through 22 but now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, so we're made righteous by Christ. Although the law and the prophet bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe, for there is no distinction. And this is the fruit. This is the fruit of the Spirit that grows through us when we walk in the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. When we live by the Spirit, we practice the fruit of the Spirit. We are not under the law. And so here we are in Exodus chapter 13, verses 1 and 2. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Sanctify unto me all the firstborn, 
whatsoever opened the womb among the children of Israel, both man and of beast, it is mine. God is saying, if he was not, then we would all be dead. He says, I am the Lord. I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob, I'm not consumed. God's way of setting us apart was always by his son. This is what it says in Hebrews chapter 9, verses 6 through 10. Now, these things have been thus prepared. The priests always went into the first part of the tabernacle performing the services. But into the second part, the high priest went along once a year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the people's sins committed in ignorance. The Holy Spirit indicated this, that the way into the holies of all was not yet made manifest, while the first tabernacle was still standing. Before I continue on, let me explain what I just read. In the Old Testament, the way that sanctification worked was that priests had to offer animal blood. When people committed sins, and they had to do throughout the year to keep them sanctified. That was the way that they had to do it. They had to do that because Jesus had not come yet. It was symbolic for the present time, which both gifts and sacrifices are offered, which cannot make him who performed the service perfect regard to the conscience, concerned only with food and drinks, various washing and fleshy orders imposed until a time of reformation. And so in Hebrews chapter 9 verses 11 through 15, New King James, But the Christ came as the high priest of the good things to come, with a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood. He entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of heifer, heifer, sprinkling and unclean, sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant, by the means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of eternal inheritance. So Jesus became the new sanctifier, that whoever believes in him is made righteous by him. So we no longer have to offer animal blood to set us apart and be holy for God, because Jesus died once, and that was enough for all sins. Romans chapter thirty-one, I mean Romans chapter three, verses twenty-one and twenty-two, ESV. Now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law. The righteousness of God is Jesus. Although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith. In Jesus Christ, for all who believe, for there is no distinction. Amen. So we are sanctified by Jesus. When we believe in Jesus and when we walk in the Spirit, Jesus will continue to work in us 
and he will make us perfect on his day. On his day, we will have new bodies that is without sin. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed, and I hope that you're blessed by this. And again, my aim is to preach what's in the Word. If I say something that did not sound right, or it may be confusing, then I would just encourage you to go over to the Facebook page, the Revelation Podcast post, then just go ahead and leave your comments and leave on which episode it was. And I'll go back, I'll listen to it, and I'll go to the Word, and that we should get confirmation from the Word on what is. Well, I look forward to the rest of the week with you, and I hope that God will bless you. Bye.